Ladies and gents, FM Sports is back. Woo-hoo. And here's what's on the menu for your listening pleasure. We're at the halfway point of the NFL season. We dive into each division and give you the highlights, the lowlights of how each team got to this point in the NFL season. And we'll look into the future with division winners and losers and see which Florida man knows best. We'll look back at last week's NFL scores and predictions in what can only be described as the craziest week of NFL games yet. We give you this week's picks and predictions to get you ready for Thursday night football and beyond. In the world of fantasy, we have some redemption waiver picks on the docket for your listening pleasure by the authority of fantasy sports. In Major League Baseball, we take a deep dive into the World Series with analysis from Fluid Johnny and his showboating Rangers. I'm sure he's got a lot to say, folks. And of course, in the NBA, we give you the initial reactions to the hardened trade that was, and we dive deep on early reactions to the Magic, the Heat, and the early NBA season. This is FM Sports. Let's do it. It's go time. Alrighty, folks, let's rip the band-aid, Johnny. Let's start with the AFC hey, man, East. Hey, we're just starting here. How was your Halloween? No, no, You're nah, so rude. Nah. You're so rude. Flag we're on the plane. We're going to discuss football. <laughs> you haven't even asked, how's your Halloween? We're coming up onto, we're now in Thanksgiving season. I came to your, I came here and I seen your, you have your Christmas tree up. You, you, you haven't Christian been, has his Christmas first tree of all, up. First of all, we're, we are recording in a studio. How dare you? Immediately. We, we are spending a lot of recording funds right now for you. Yes. We're not even at home. We're in a studio. Yes. When I was at your house earlier, I saw you had a Christmas tree up. <laughs> and I saw, I was up like, man, you wasted no time. November 1st, it's up. It's like, all right. Listen, folks, this is the Florida Man Sports Podcast. While Johnny reminisces, let's rip the band-aid. Let's start with the AFC East. My boy here is in denial because the Miami Dolphins are 6-2 and two in the AFC East yes. while the New England Patriots are 2-6, and six, Johnny. How do we see this division midway, halfway to the season? I, I like how you just focus on those two teams, oh. like there's nobody else on the division. So oh, let's focus on the actual contenders in this division and not kid ourselves into thinking the Jets are doing anything but riding a good defense and a pitiful offense to a 500 record this year. It, it could have been something, but hey, Rodgers is out. He's not coming back. Wilson is not leading you into the playoffs. So... Just let's forget that delusion. The Patriots, have you been paying attention this to, to me at all uh, this season? Or have, if not the case, have you been looking at the Patriots at all? So just forget those two teams. That brings us to the only two teams we need to discuss in the AFC East. The Bills and Dolphins. Now, I've made it clear since July that I expect the Dolphins to win the division and make it to the Super Bowl. Dolphins currently sit atop the division, as predicted by me, with a 6-2 record. Now, they have a tough game against the Chiefs in Kansas City, but then play the Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, the Jets again, Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. I see max three games lost the rest of the season. So at worst, Miami finishes 12-5, more than enough to win the AFC East and possibly the number one overall seed if they can win the tough games down the stretch. Bills are 5-3. and three. They have the Bengals in Cincinnati, the Broncos, the Jets, Eagles in Philly, Chiefs in Kansas City, Cowboys, Chargers in LA, Patriots 
Dolphins in Miami. I have them ma- losing maybe five or six games possibly. You know, they they could easily be 10 and 7, even 8 and 9. Bills are not consistent and have a hard remaining schedule. When it's all said and done, Dolphins are clicking. Ramsey is back on defense. Stay healthy, Miami. In this division, conference, maybe more is yours. And this is why, folks, the Florida Man podcast exists, because you get two views from two different perspectives, but both from Florida men. I'm going to start with Miami. Miami has beat the Pats twice, and they've lost to the Bills. That's where they stand as far as the division. But they have yet to beat a team with a winning record, folks. Do the math. They have yet to beat a team with a winning record. They have a plus 67 point differential. That is just the residual from the Broncos beatdown, that 70-20 to 20 week three game. For the Bills, like you mentioned, Johnny, the Bills, they, they beat Miami, but they lost to the Jets and the Patriots. So that's, that's the division, right? But the Bills have yet, they've got like the harder schedule when you look at the Dolphins and the Bills. Okay. They traded for Razul Douglas on Green Bay, and they added Leonard Fournette. So the Bills are reloading, and they are the better team, in my opinion. The Jets, they beat the Bills, they lose to the Patriots. The Jets are the best team in this division, folks, if they had Aaron Rodgers. No, most you, com- go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. You're, you're saying these things are the Bills the best team. Like, yeah, the Bills. Listen, they they don't. They have the the new age uh, Brett Favre as their quarterback, who just gets interception happy when he just when he gets in that groove, gets in that. You need somebody like Tua, who accuracy is important. You have Hill, you have Waddle. They picked up Claypool as like a throwaway wide receiver from okay. Pittsburgh. Like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, like no, it's it's no. I, I disagree with any you, of that. While your opinion is valid, if you interrupt me again, I'm going to have to call the mafia here to <laughs> clip you in the knees. So, but no, look, the Jets, where I left off, Johnny, the Jets are just a team that they're missing Aaron Rodgers. And, and I got to talk about the Pats because you're a Pats fan, right? The Pats beat the Bills and Jets, but they lose to the Dolphins twice. We, we don't have to talk about No, we're going to talk about them because guess what? They're going to go on a three-game win streak over these next three games. You guys are going to see. They're going to give poor Johnny false hope. That'll be a whole other thing. But for me in this division, you pick the Dolphins, right? Correct. The Bills are still the best team in this division because of the strength of schedule. They're lucky the Jets don't have Rodgers. They added the pieces to get the running game going, Johnny. Give me the Bills to come out on top in this division, folks. Have you seen the schedule? I went over the schedule that they had, and it's not an easier schedule. Both Miami and the and Bills have a tough schedule, but the Bills is harder. But ultimately, the Dolphins have a better team. No, I, I, no. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Now, I, I did uh, make a mistake to where I said Claypool. Now, why he did start and drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, he was actually uh, traded from the Bears to uh, um, the Dolphins. But ultimately, what Ramsey back with the Dolphins – that defense got that much better. That offense doesn't need any more help. That dolphin, the Dolphins are in first place on top of the division, like I predicted in July. But you, for also, a you also predicted an undefeated season, and you also just Listen, predicted that, your score no. now. So you just jinxed Miami. No, no, that's anyway. Not, no. Now look, guys, <laughs> let's look at one of the craziest divisions of the NFL season. Let's move on. The top team on a three-game win streak. The last uh, place team on a three-game win streak, which is crazy in a division where all three teams johnny they're just one win away from first place let's talk about the afc north now this is one of the few divisions where i feel everyone is in contention now the ravens sit atop the division with a six and two record 
with every other team in the division at four and three. That's crazy. A tough schedule waiting for these Ravens. They have the Seahawks, the Browns, Bengals, Chargers, Rams, the Jags, Niners, Dolphins, and Steelers. It's tough, yeah. Yes, the schedule is tough. But my main concern is the team's health. Can Lamar actually finish the season healthy? Now, if he can, and that's a big if, that the Ravens still have to contend with that re- with that remaining schedule. But if they can, that, there's something to reckon with. The Bengals, who have climbed back into it, have the Bills, Ravens, Texans, Steelers, Jags, the Vikings, Steelers again, Chiefs, and finish with the Browns. They have Joe Burrow. If Burrow comes back to form, and it looks like he's getting getting there, then look out for the Bengals. I'm not counting them out strictly because of Joe Burrow. Cleveland Browns are next, and as I mentioned, they have the same 4-3 record and have the schedule as followed. Cardinals, Ravens, Steelers, Broncos, Rams, Jags, Bears, Texans, and the Bengals again. Browns have the best defense in this division. I picked the Browns to win this division based off this defense that I saw in preseason. And the hope and expectation that Watson would be an average quarterback. Not great, but average. Watson has proven to be soft, as toilet paper, and has played like used toilet paper. They have the easiest schedule remaining in this division, but they have no QB. Can this defense and schedule have the Browns finding a way to win the division? It's possible, but the Steelers are the overachievers here in the division. No one expects this team to win. I did. No, no, they, they should have. I did. But have, they should have lost about every game they played in this year. But I'm not going to count out a Tomlin, excuse me, a Tomlin coach team. They have the Titans, Packers, Browns, Bengals, Cards, Patriots, Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, and they finish with the Ravens remaining. So anybody can win this division. Who's going to take it? It's up for grabs. Anyone can take it. I still, for me, as my preseason pick, the Browns can find a way with that defense. So you're sticking with the Browns? Sticking with the Browns. Okay, I got you there. For the for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, to your point, Johnny, you know they have losses to the Colts and the Steelers by 10 points combined. So for me, this is one of the most complete teams of this division. No question. Six and two, well-deserved. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're, they're undefeated in the division, guys. But the injury bug impacted three games this season. They've got a minus 34 win differential. They play the Titans and the Packers. But then they have back-to-back games against the Browns and Bengals. So that for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they were my pick going in early. And, and now they're just getting healthy. And that's the story there. Uh, for the Browns, for me, Johnny, they're the most head-scratching team of the NFL. You beat the 49ers and the Bengals. Three losses to good teams with winning records. But you have a quarterback who's just not healthy. I don't know what's going on with Watson at this point. It looks like a wasted season for the Browns if they can't get Watson to play some good football uh, down the stretch. And, of course, for the Bengals in this division, back-to-back starting 0-2 year after year. They are the winners of three in a row, like I mentioned earlier, and I've said this before. No team has made the playoffs starting the season 0-2 in their division. No one has. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 0-3 in the conference. If anyone can break those odds, Johnny, I think it's Joe Burrow, right? So if anybody can do it, it's him. The Bills come to town this week, so that's going to be one heck of a game for them. So for this division, for me, give me the Steelers to get healthy with the coach, with Pickett to Pickens, 
So fantasy owners, they're going to be paying you forward right here for the playoffs. But give me the give me the Steelers. Not only are they two and zero in the division, but they have the best coach and on paper the most talented team in this division. Johnny, have you lost your mind? Like no. honestly, I'm looking at everything on this in this division, and the Steelers, no matter what, are in last place. Like anybody can take this division. I say it because technically at this point anybody can. But the Steelers are. Are you? They're done. Like they have a they're coach. Done. They're done. They, they have a great coach that finds a way to win. But uh, the Browns are the wild card here. Um, I just needed Watson to be average, but he's soft. He's freaking <laughs> completely every. He's not injury bug. He's soft. So that's the issue with Watson. Okay, but the Ravens have been playing lights out with Lamar. Lamar, if they stay healthy. Man, I don't, I don't know who can beat the Ravens. It's funny how you were dogging on the Ravens a no, few weeks back, no, though. Here's the thing. Okay, if right. they can stay healthy. I okay. don't expect Lamar to finish the season healthy. I don't expect don't, it. Don't, don't flip flop fool, Johnny. No, you, I'm you not. Pick, you picked the Browns. You I picked the Browns. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you okay. how it is. I picked okay. the Browns. Okay. But I'm saying like that, you're going to pick the Steelers? Are you kidding? And then the Cincinnati. Cincinnati, the only knock on them was a like, Ken Burrow stay healthy. They've been, they were starting to almost 0-3. They found 0-2, almost 0-3. Okay. And they went ahead and came back now. And they made it a thing. They're 4-3. and So, uh, Burrow, if he stays healthy, he's Joe Burrow. Okay. Joe Burrow is going to go ahead and crush anything the Steelers have to offer. You're going to get a Joe Burrow tattoo after this. Okay, the, I, the, I, get the, the, I get it. I get it. The Steelers. <laughs> I get it. The Steelers, <laughs> the Steelers are the weakest team in this division. Okay. They, they pick it to Pickens. Get get out of here with that. I, it's it's, it's fun pat, to say. I've patented, patented pending on that. That's yeah, all I mean. Okay. Pittsburgh, baby, let's go. Let's take a look at the AFC South, Johnny. Where looks can be deceiving, folks. This is Florida Man Podcast. But the Jags, they have a six and two stronghold on this division. Is this true or false, Johnny? What's this division look like? Listen, I called the Jags oh, in God. July. Oh my! It's God. a division consisting okay. of the Texans, the Colts, the Titans. And your Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not going over these teams, especially if you heard every little bit of my content. <laughs> it's my preseason pick. Are you kidding me? It's the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this division. They are 6-2. and two. They have the Niners at home. Tough game. Titans, Texans, Bengals, Ravens, Bucks. Easy one. Panthers and Titans again. They are losing two to three games max. The rest of the season, they will finish with just like I predicted back in July with four losses, division champs. Damn, I'm good. Jacksonville Jaguars, division champs. That was the person who said the Dolphins would be undefeated. So, guys, look, that said, I am a very realistic person when it comes to my Florida teams. I care about my Florida team. So, please, if you are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, this comes from a good place. I have to tell you that before I go into this, okay? They've lost to the Texans. The refs won them the game in London against the Bills. Oh, get they out of almost here. lost to the Saints. They here. beat an injured Pittsburgh team. And I'm not just saying all this because because you picked them to win the division. Because you're, you're a hater. No, 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 no. I'm just not sold on the Jaguars, guys. I'm not. Not yet. I'm sorry. Okay? You look at the Texans. They have a plus 20 point differential for a team that has a losing record, which 
And they've beaten some good teams. Uh, as young teams do, though, they've lost to bad teams. And that's the problem with the Texans. Okay. As for the rest of their schedule, I see them trending down. Uh, great future potential. You know, you, you got to hold your head high if you're a Texans fan. And I will say this. I'm going to call it right now. Mike drop on this. Uh, C.J. Stroud is going to be uh, Rookie of the Year. So I'm calling it right now. There's no argument there. Are you, are you kidding me? One, we called I, that I, weeks ago. I am, I am, I am, okay. I am all that is that is knowledgeable. Okay. I don't hear nothing. Who's for, winning the division? For, for the, okay. Well, I'm, I'll get there. The Titans, right? Titans. They're they're a bad away team. That's their kryptonite this season. They they they're, they're minus eight differential. And then you got this guy the the I can't pronounce his last name right. It was Levis right? Is it Levis? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, and so they're away the next three games. So they have like a wait and see approach as far as that new quarterback goes. And then of course uh, for the Colts, you got a team that's imploding from within. Three losses in a row. They started three and two, beating the Ravens that you were talking about so highly, and then it was downhill after that. They didn't uh-huh. trade for a QB at okay. the deadline. Okay, so okay. just I'm, I'm Who giving you the breakdown. Is winning the so, division. So by default, by default, listen up, Jaguar fans. This is the Jaguars' division to lose. If they've exercised the demons oh of of years of agonizing pain, folks. They win the division. And here's why I'm saying this, Johnny. And I want to hear your comments on this. Here's, oh, you're, you're going to hear but, it. Yeah, but here, here's why I'm saying this. Because I feel like the Jaguar fans are kind of like the Buck fans. Where, like, we've been hurt a lot. And you have everything to win. This is on a platter for you. Are you going to take it? And that's what I want to see from the Jaguars. I want you to be right. I don't want to hear this. What you heard right now was the voice of a politician. Who, who's going to go ahead and sit here and say, oh, and dog your Jacksonville Jaguars. Dog them. Just, just run them through the mud, and then the be, heart. and then the be heart. like, but they're gonna win the division. It's theirs to lose. So he's playing both sides. So that way, if he, if they lose, he can be like, I told you. If they win, he can say, I told you. This is a con artist, folks. <laughs> this here is, 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 is a car, is a carpetbagger. This is somebody who's gonna go ahead and say one thing, but like, you gotta be kidding me. I called. The Jacksonville Jaguars not only win total and loss total and the division championships six, about six months ago. Okay. And then you, if you remember, uh, if you, the, the fans we have there who listen to this podcast, how Chris dogging and laughing at me. And then when we make our division picks weeks later, he jumped on my bandwagon oh, and you're picked so, the Jacksonville you're so Jaguars. You're so fake news. And bro. then now he's going to go ahead and you're dog so him. He's playing both sides. You don't. You're never going to hear that from me. Okay. You're going to know. Who I can't stand, who's tr- who's dog water, tr- tr- and trust who's me. who's great. Trust me, the fans know. And you go here, Chris. The fans know you're undefeated, Dolphin Johnny. Chris, we know that. We no, all get listen, that. I make, we know that. I make I make bold picks. Oh, okay, right. I make bold predictions. Right, right. So like, hey, I, I picked it. It was wrong with okay. it. I got I got caught up in the moment. But still, <laughs> I since July, I sat here and told you that the Dolphins are winning the. The, not only the division, the conference, and going to the Super Bowl. I, I can't but believe I'm saying the Jaguars are this winning is, this, this division. This is the first division that we both agree on, and you want to run your mouth. That's no, because fine. you're no, not. Because you're playing That's both fine. sides. No, no, no. You're playing listen, both sides. Listen, the floor man is always going to give it to you. Real. Go run for governor. Well, <laughs> the, let's move on to the next division, the AFC West. One coach is three and five and fired. The other wins two in a row and is still hanging on. The AFC West, Johnny Cinco. The Chiefs just dropped a game to the Broncos. Who is winning this one? Are you, are you, I can't believe you're even asking me this. <laughs> you got to set it up. Let's make, this, up. let's make this clear. Really, because I can remember for me, I, I made it very clear that Kansas City owns the West. I still cannot believe Chris what? picked other teams to win this division. No. No. Oh, okay. Really? What are you talking listen, about? This is this is what happens. Unless unless unless, this, this our, is, unless our fans listen to every episode, this, they, they won't, this is, we won't tell them which this episode is what it happens. Was. We won't. This tell is them. what happens 
when you have like you know PTSD and you're like <laughs> from, and you're, from, you're, from being next to you and, and, once and a week. <laughs> like who 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 other than K than, than Kansas City here? Oh, so the, who did who did I pick? The Chargers. Oh, so let's see who I picked this time. So, Go ahead, continue. Two other continue. The, the, uh, the Chiefs. Uh, it's, <laughs> I have to remind you who you pick. Like, who are they in the Kansas City? The Broncos? Give me a break. The Raiders? Do you even watch football? <laughs> the Chargers, who Chris and other hipsters who bought into the hype, Staley won't be the coach next year. He might be the coach, you know, next coach fired, um, but uh, I won't entertain these losers. I, I won't even go over the rest of the season schedule for these teams. You know it, I know it. Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs, are winning this division. And if you picked against them, you should be embarrassed and ashamed of yourself for your lack of football knowledge. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And if you have the recording that says that, I'd like to hear it. That being said, folks, let's talk about the Chiefs for a second. They are a great ball club, no question about it. Clearly, the refs seem to think so, too, by the way. Just throwing that out there. The refs agree with that. Wouldn't you say they agree with that? I agree. Okay. So... Now, they've won games by 8, 3, 7, and 9. But that's what winners do. So they've won games by 3, games by 7, games by, right? That's what they do, right? So jokes mm-hmm. aside, they are a good pedigree, well-coached team. And I will give Mahomes credit when it's due. You elevate your team game week after week. Now, the Dolphins and Eagles are next. So the next two weeks are going to open up the who's who of the NFL season. We'll talk a little bit a bit more about that later, but that's really important for me, okay? Okay. Talking about the Chargers, right? You brought up the Chargers for me. I always compare Lawrence to Herbert. The, the two for me will always be the young QBs that are going to be compared kind of like Manning and Brady were, right? One is leading the division and the other not so much. Why? Because they're white. They have flowing blonde hair. You racist. That's, that's none of your business. <laughs> but, look, the, the, but look, they're not a real threat to Kansas City this season. That's, that's a fact. Losing three games by three points or less. So even though you're right, I did pick them. I'm going to say that again, guys. Losing losing three games by three points or less is a story for this team. So you can say whatever you want about them. It goes back to what I've said from the beginning, Johnny. The coach. He's not a very good coach. And I've been saying that from the beginning. Remember remember all those times I've said about the coach? That's what it's comes back to. Right? I'm glad you learned okay? it from me, Chris. Okay? All right? I'm glad so, you learned so it from me. So I've been saying me. this over and over again since oh, I like, yeah. oh, like to yeah. bite my material. Oh, yeah. All right? Now, as far as the, the Raiders and the Broncos, I'm tired of being right with the Raiders. I'll be very quick about this. I said this many times. McDaniels was in the hot seat. I never want somebody to get fired. But I, I said it from the beginning. From week one, folks, I've said this. He's in the hot seat. And here we are. I've said Garoppolo wasn't the answer, Johnny. I was right. And I said Devontae Adams would want to trade and I was right damn I'm tired of being right and for the and, and for the Broncos I'm glad to see them not quit winning two in a row right you've got a championship caliber quarterback who's going to keep you in the game so even though their season is lost in my opinion right I it's still good to see so for me folks for me it's Kansas City for the whole world it's Kansas City there's nothing new there baby I like when somebody who wants to go ahead and announce how right they are um, and picking the team that I picked back in July who finally came on board who decided that he... You're so takes, fake news. You are a, so fake news. a big so man to be like, right. you know what? I I was terrible uh, by picking the, the what the, the pundits... The pundits went ahead and picked the Chargers. Out, out, oh, my God. Outside, and, and outside I remember the... looking at Chris. You had your time. Yeah, I remember looking at Chris. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I remember looking at Chris and being like, are you kidding me? You're picking the Chargers? This is the Kansas City. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. But he wanted to go ahead and be one of these hipsters. That's like, the Chargers. They're coming like, yeah. surfer Eli Manning is not going to I, win I this division. I just gave you stats. They lost three by three. What do you okay. want, bro? What do you want? You want to sit here and dog? 
You no no now you're praising midway midway through the season okay, go ahead. The, because uh, of the refs. I'm picking Kansas City. What do you want to do? What do I do? He was. I can't go against the refs, folks. I can't go against the refs. Chris was dogging the Chargers. I mean, actually praising the Chargers for their their wins, their close wins. But at the same time, he was dogging the Eagles for all their wins being close. All their wins being so close. Oh, my God. How can you contend? Your wins are so close. That's not, And now, when it's convenient, it's, oh, but the Chargers are winning these tough games. That's, look, that's look, proud I, for them. I, I, can be, I can be convenient, Christian, right? Yeah, You're fluid, yeah, Johnny. That's, that's, it works. It works. All right. So, look, this is the AFC. Let's move on to the NFC now, baby. Let's go. We're going to start with the NFC East. You got two teams that are still undefeated in their division. And both are on a two-game win streak, Johnny. So, how do we see the NFC East? You better change that subject. You better Mr. change what's up. Politician there. I, I might dropped on you two times already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're going on to the NFC. Yes. Two teams in contention here. We know who they are. Okay. Them boys yep. and the Eagles. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> you I had the Eagles winning this division. Chris had the Cowboys. Yep. Nothing has happened to suggest the Eagles won't repeat as NFC mm. champs. Mm. We will get a preview mm. of the beatdown that is mm. this week as the Eagles, atop his division at 6-1, and one, face the Cowboys. Then they have the Chiefs, the Bills, Niners, Cowboys again, Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, and then the Giants again. The Eagles have six straight difficult games. Half of them are at home. Worst case scenario... The Eagles will lose three games the rest of the year. They're going to finish 13-4. and four. Cowboys, who are lucky to be 5-2, and two, have the wow. Eagles, Giants, Commanders, Seahawks, Eagles again, Bills in Buffalo, Dolphins in Miami, Lions, and Commanders again in D.C. Cowboys could lose five to six more games this year and miss the playoffs entirely. It is very possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it is possible. Did you just say the Cowboys are going to miss it the playoffs? It is possible oh for the Cowboys. Wow. It is possible wow. for the Cowboys to miss the playoffs with their remaining schedule. No, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I think I get the wild card, but it is very possible. Wow. At the end of the day, it's like I said, before I even knew who was on the roster, I called the Eagles winning this division nothing's changed that was a really good rant it was very riveting i was i was listening to the whole thing paying very close attention so listen folks what, what what can i tell you about philly right they're they're the hottest team in the nfc they added julio jones just because they can and they do have a plus 52 point differential so they ha- they have a very talented roster in that team so i will give you i'll give you that johnny the the cowboys folks you're they're kind of like the stock market right they started hot everyone buying and then they play the 49ers and they land flat on their face. Uh, that said, you know, the, the stock has bounced back to back or, you know, around the, the CEO falsifying documents. They plummet. They lose against the Cardinals. It's, it's, been that, it's been that kind of season for these Cowboys, right? But here's the good news. Here's the good news. They win back to back games against two good teams in, in those L.A. teams that, that Johnny talks about that they're not really from L.A. But so, so don't count them out. Don't count out the boys yet. And before I tell you who I think is going to win this division, just real quick, the Commanders, it's clear at the trade deadline that they're, you know, they traded Chase Young, right? And they, and they, they traded away two key pieces. 
So they're definitely playing for draft picks at this point. And in the in the G Man Johnny, I'm glad you acknowledge this. That's you call them the Jersey Giants and all that, but I'm glad you acknowledge this. They have they had a pretty tough schedule. Three out of four losses came from winning teams. So you're not gonna I'm not giving them any excuses, but that's a really hard schedule, right? I think you would agree. And the sad part for the Giants, guys, Saquon Barkley, just horrible. What a, what a waste of a great talent on a team at this point. And I'm always going to remind you, any podcast that we have, that they paid Daniel Jones that kind of money. I'm always going to remind you of that. That's just horrible. Uh, for me, though, for this division, Johnny, it was and it is. It's the Cowboys. I have the cojones, ladies and gentlemen, to speak the truth. And it starts this week where the W for the Cowboys take over the division, win this division. And you heard it here first, Cowboys, baby. Listen, you can shut me up if the Cowboys... They handle, not even handle. You know what? You, oh, you, you, you're not, you're not, sh- not going to shut me up. You can shut me up if the Cowboys win, which they're not going to do against the Philadelphia's upcoming week. But you can actually start having an argument if the Cowboys make it a game. Now, the Cowboys. They're going to win. They they're going to win. They, 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 they're they, going to win. They played San Francisco, and we saw what happened with San Francisco. That joke of a team showed up against a real contender. So now they're going against. The other contenders. So let's be clear, folks. In the NFC, it's the Niners, the Eagles, the Cowboys. Those are the guys contending for the NFC. Like, you can talk all you want. Those are the guys that are really the, Bucks. the Super Bowl contenders. The Bucks. The Bucks. I'm just going to ignore all that. The Bucks. I'm not going to acknowledge that. So, <laughs> acknowledge it. So, if, <laughs> if, if, the, if the Cowboys went ahead and laid an egg against the Niners... And they're going to come up and then lay an egg against the Eagles. Then the season's done. What What do the Eagles... What, so what do the, what do so the Cowboys have... Are you kidding me? It doesn't mean, doesn't mean they're not going to make the playoffs in the wild card. But if you can't hang okay. with the big boys, then you're done. I don't care what you have to do. You're done. Okay. Let, let Listen. This gibberish once again, folks. So let, let's move to the NFC North. Where God must love the Lions. He must be a Lions fan. Mm-hmm. Because the Vikings have a change at quarterback. And Green Bay is playing like the Chicago Bears. How do you see this division, John? Well, I'm just a man. I'm not a god. So oh, my so, gosh. So, uh, we, oh, we, my gosh. I was going to say god. You, are you kidding me right we, now? We, are you uh, kidding me? Wow. We are following a trend here. The teams that I picked to win their division in July are, of course, a top... Of their division. I was like, you do. I was the, like, you do. What, you're, you're, you're celebrating too early, prematurely, but you're used to that. Go ahead. Continue. 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 The <laughs> NFC North <laughs> is no exception mm. to my greatness. Mm. The Lions, who Chris laughed at preseason when I picked them to win the division and be a really good team this year, are top of the division with a 6 and 2 record. Lions have the Chargers, mm. the Bears, mm. Packers, Saints. Bears again, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, and then Vikings again. That's it. That's their schedule. I see this team losing no more than two games this year, finishing with a 13-4 and record. Now, don't you love it when you make a pick six months ago and a colleague laughs at you like he just did right there, a little no. snicker he's there right no. there, and then you get to marvel in your genius when it comes to be. Who was your pick for the NFC North, Chris? Oh, I'm going to tell you. I already have it. But go ahead. Go ahead. The stage is yours. Continue with your No, rant. no. I'm asking you. Who's your pick? 
Oh, you ready for me? All right, folks. So now I'm going to let uh, some facts, because this is why you're listening to the FM podcast. Again, you're getting these two views, right? So I'm going to give you the facts. Well, my, my partner in crime here says the Lions and this and that. Here's a fact about the Lions, folks. Lions are overachievers. If I've ever seen one, they they have, and you mentioned it already, they have a soft as can be schedule. Every team that they have beaten Johnny, other than the Chiefs on week one, which anything can happen in week one, have a losing record. Mm-hmm. They have not beat one team with a winning record, Johnny. Okay. Come on. Okay. That's their fault. So as they go into the bye week They've with lost a w, two games. They haven't proven anything to me. Uh, eight of the last nine games of the remaining schedule are against a team with a losing record. And I know that's where you were going with that. So for that reason, I should make them the number one team because they have a bad bad schedule. Like, that's 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 garbage, okay? So, like I said, God must like the Lions. Going to Minnesota, folks, three-game win streak, and then Cousins gets hurt. Talk about talk about this, right? They're 2-0 in the division and two games behind Minnesota, right? And Cousins gets hurt. The Vikings beat the 49ers and Cousins now hurt. Do you see the trend? So every like like I'm telling you, man, it's just this is the way it is for this for this Vikings team. It, it took an injury to give this division to the Lions. Okay, Green Bay's one and two in the division. They lost to the Vikings at home. We know the Bears are the Bears. By the way, I do do have to say something about the Bears. You trade for the second consecutive year for a player. You're the only two and six team that decides to be a buyer in this market. Like what is wrong with you? You know, you, and you take Young. From Washington, who's on a contract years, you're gonna have to pay him money. It's ridiculous. So for me, Johnny, because I have common sense, I go with my gut and I stick with it. Give me the Vikings with Dobbs to win the division. They have a better coach and they have the talent on offense to match with anyone. What? Let's go. A complete. Let's go. Oh, you thought I was gonna go with the Lions. You thought I was gonna go with the Lions. No, because you 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 tend to. Jump off your bandwagon picks and jump on the picks I pick. Your fake, I'm, news. I'm, I'm your fake news. Your so, fake news. Your fake news. Are you kidding me? The the Lions haven't won anything in in forty years. Right. And and then I go ahead and say the Lions are the real deal this and year in July. They're gonna pull the Detroit say, like the hey, Jaguars. They're the real deal. The real deal. They're gonna win the division. You laughed at it. So now you know that you have to save face and be like, no, I'm gonna stick with my pick. The Vikings. Oh, is that what it was? Or, or it joke, was that's what it which was. Which was a joke that's pick. Are you kidding? The Vikings? Are you kidding me? Cousins is out. Now, now, what should the Vikings do? In my opinion, the Vikings should go ahead and give Kirk Cousins a two-year extension. Go ahead. He's, he's done this year. He has Achilles tear. And then draft their quarterback of the future this year. Wherever they land, their quarterback of the future. No, nobody cares about your opinion needs on that. to be this year. Maybe the, maybe the quarterback out of the North Carolina, they're probably not going to the number one overall pick. They're going to miss out on the Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes. But it's something to where they sign for two years – then the, the the whoever they draft this year has a couple years to go behind. No, 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 nobody cares Kirk about Cousins. that. What they're, what they're gonna want to know is and when I'm Kirk right. Cousins, when I'm right and Minnesota wins, what are you gonna say? That's what they want to know. Mean, it's not gonna happen. Oh, okay. It's not Minnesota is not winning this. Minnesota has a decent defense. Minnesota has a couple more weeks with Jefferson out. Their quarterback in Dobbs, like played one adequate game oh boy with the, with okay. the cardinals all right. and now all of a sudden he's gonna go ahead and and just and just, and just dominate and and be what he's not gonna be kirk cousins he's not gonna be anything of, of substance so it's going to be my pick and this chris is angry about it the detroit lions <laughs> the blue that, team. the blue headed team <laughs> is going to win this division, like I called back in July. Listen, folks, we agree to disagree there. We're moving on to the best division in football, Johnny. We're oh, the yeah. Bucks. We find themselves just one game 
out of the NFC South race. You like how I did that right there? One game I like that. You're an optimist. Yeah. You're a politician. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. How do, you, how do you see this division? The NFL sewer oh, division. Wow. Let's rule out the Panthers with their rookie QB and all around young talent. Uh, top of the division, thanks to the Bucks, are the four and four Atlanta Falcons. Four and four is in first place. Welcome to the NFC South, ladies and gentlemen. Falcons have the Vikings, Cards, Saints, Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, Bears, and then finish the season against against the uh, Saints again. Mm. The Saints have the same four and four record and have one difficult out of division game the rest of the year against the Lions. Buccaneers three and four and have two tough out of division games against the Niners and Jags. Any of these teams can win the division. No one is a very good team, but still expect the Saints to win this division. They have a good defense. They don't have as good a defense as Tampa, but they have a significantly better offense. Hmm. Tampa cannot move the ball consistently, and you cannot win in this league without consistent good offense. Atlanta is a dark horse, but I expect my pick, the New Orleans Saints, to win the sewer battle that is the NFC South. Oh, that was so riveting with your commentary, the NFC South. Yeah. You know what, Johnny? Uh, well, I'll have to wait offline to get, because uh, what is this, PG-13 rating? All right. So, <laughs> uh, listen, folks. The Falcons, right? They are at 4-4. Four and four. They have surprised everyone at 4-4, four and four, and, and it's everybody's surprised. So is Johnny. He can be in denial he wants. They're changing at QB this week, and it's not just because Ritter has a concussion. It's because they're not getting enough out of that offense. So they are a surprise 4-4 four and four team. Those are the facts, folks. I'm not just talking as a Buck fan here. I'm giving you the real facts. Talking about the Saints, talking about Johnny's pick. You're talking about, a, about teams that haven't beat anyone with a winning record. Well, here's the Saints, another one. Are you surprised? They haven't beat anyone with a winning record. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Carr is not the answer. And by the way, Johnny, the Patriots should be ashamed of themselves to lose 38 to nothing to the Saints. By the way, just so you're aware of that. Uh, talking about the Panthers real quick. They finally get a W, battle of the rookies. I, I told you guys last time my stomach hurt about that. And uh, and, and the losing is going to continue. They're going to win one more game probably. But after that, the losing is going to continue for the Panthers. But let's talk about the real team that's going to win this division. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks. You started 3-1. and one, You dropped three in a row. And that's what the season, that's how we got here, right? Listen, folks, the Bucks are holding teams to 18.257 points per game. The problem is that we're scoring 17.2857 points per game. And that's the real story here for the Bucks, folks. Florida Man Podcast, you get here first. We need to find the identity on the offensive side of the ball. Because on defense, we're ready to rock and roll. We are the best defensive team of this division, period. So, so the question here is this, what are we going to do on offense to fix what we're doing going forward? And as a Bucks fan, that's what I'm going to roll with. So for me, folks, give me the Bucks to battle it out and win this division. As I said from the beginning, Bucks on top of the NFC South. Thanks to Chris, who wants to point out that 0.275 extra points that, that the teams are getting there. Um, then the day... We, Damn, I'm good. We've already seen 
the Bucks' offensive identity. It's non-existent. It's non. It's non-binary. It's uh, it's it's whatever you want to do. Okay. It's the identity is there. Okay. So. Um, we already. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut my boy here real quick. We already know what we're getting from the from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I don't want to hear it. The Saints. We ha- We see a better offense. The defense in that division. There's no better defense, undeniable, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm gonna. Reco- it's, I'm, it's, I'm gonna copy and paste that and play it over and over. It's unfortunate that you have the best defense in the division. But just have such a lackluster offense. Listen, folks. Listen, folks. You guys have heard it from the Florida man. You're getting two points here. We're talking about now the NFC West. Where we're going to close out our look on each division with the NFC West. Where the Seahawks, Johnny, the Seahawks as of right now of this recording are leading the division over the 49ers. I, I couldn't believe the Seahawks are sit. Uh, they sit atop the NFC West. I've said it all year how good the Seattle team is. <laughs> I have, okay. and 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 they they proved it so far. Now I have the Niners winning this division, and Seattle as a wild card, like I said previously. Mm, okay, but uh, I, I got to give it to Seattle. You know, Seattle's been on a run. Um, they have the Ravens, the Commanders. They have the Niners twice, the Cowboys, Eagles, Titans, Steelers, and the Cardinals left this year. So. If they are going to show everyone and win this division, they would have earned it with the remaining schedule they have there. It is a tough schedule. The Niners, they have the Jags, the Bucks, Seattle twice, Philly, Cards, Ravens, Commanders, Rams remaining. I expect the Niners to win this division, losing no more than two more games this year. So I got to give it up to Seattle. Seattle's they were contenders. They're doing their thing like I expect them to. Like I expected Geno Smith to do. I expected this Pete Carroll-led team to do. I expected a good showing by Seattle. But come on. The Niners spent all of the money. All of it. They just went ahead and picked up Chase Young from the Washington. They went ahead and picked up and, and went ahead and had that Ohio State connection with Boza and Young. Now, are you kidding me? This team... I. I I couldn't believe when they picked them up. Stop collecting players, Niners. The Niners know they're all in for this year, and they're showing it. I'm, I'm glad that you feel some type of way about the Niners. So you showed what you're saying out of that rant, Johnny, was that you got the Niners to come out on top? Was that Just like I said, Get to the point. July. All right. So listen, folks, let's talk about the Seahawks for a moment. I have called them pretenders all season. And I look at the strength of, of the schedule, and I marvel at my greatness, guys. I really do, because... <sighs> They are the true definition of better to be lucky than good. They are the true definition of Johnny in this podcast. They, they're not going to hold the lead for much longer. So it's going to start with a loss to the Ravens. For the Niners, the honeymoon is over. You lose three in a row. And it's because you haven't been able to score more than 17 points in each game. The games that you've lost, 17 points each game. You have issues on the offensive side of the ball to address. And trust me, folks, this goes beyond the wide receiver, the injuries, and all that. And, and just briefly on the Rams, with the Seahawks being pretenders, like I said, the Niners are slipping as of late, so now the Rams really have a chance to kind of reshuffle the deck. They've got games against the Packers, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals, so look for the Rams to come back. And for the Cardinals, they sold Dobbs, y'all. They sold him. So no Kamen Ellen Murray is going to come back. 
And and they have horrible draft picks last year, so I don't even know why they're playing for a draft pick. But anyway, as far as the winner goes for this division, for me, give me the 49ers to figure it all out. This division will run through them and look for the Seahawks to get back to third place like Johnny in this division, folks. No, so you basically that long rant just to go ahead and to say the, <laughs> exactly what I said was almost. People, people, people want to hear from me. People want to hear from me. People, people want to hear from me. Is that the Niners are going to win this division? Hear from me. Seattle is making it tough though. But I'll say this: if the if Seattle wins the division, like I said, they're not. They're not. Then they earned it. They're not because they have a tougher road to get to that champion to that divisional championship. Okay, Chris, we have seen what was last week in the NFL. Yes. Now, Johnny is going 11 and 5. Yes, I am referring myself in the third person. <laughs> in the, in the person. <laughs> Greatness needs to do that once in a while. Now, Chris goes 8 and 8. You see, while Chris loves to right, say right. what you just said, which mm-hmm. is to be better to be lucky than good, right. I disagree. Right. I much prefer to be good rather than lucky because luck doesn't. Last, okay. as we consistently consistently see with Chris, consistent, consistent, yeah. Okay, look, Johnny look, is consistently not, on point. Well, you consistently the only lost thing consistent weeks. with Chris is his terrible picks. Okay, so at least he has that going. I'm not. Him. I'm not gonna go down waving my white flag yet. You can't uh-huh, say that uh-huh. I'm not consistent when I want back to back. And listen, folks, I can't <laughs> right. control. Uh-huh. I can't control can't, injuries. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway. I'm good. Anyway, but I'm not that good. Anyway, Pickett gets injured. Ritter's out with concussion, <laughs> and I, I said my stomach was turning for the battle of the rooks. Play a baby crying. Play a baby crying. When you play this. So let's get things rolling this week with our week nine picks. Do yourself a favor. And block your ears from hearing whatever Chris has to say. And prepare okay. your ears for true enlightenment when Johnny speaks. Johnny is ready. Is Chris ready? We start <laughs> with Tennessee and Pittsburgh. <laughs> Who you got, Chris? Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Listen, folks. Listen, folks. When we get to this point, do listen. Because I'm, I'm here to steer you in the right direction. I'm here to help you out. The Steelers are healthy enough. Right? They're not completely healthy, but they're healthy enough. The Steelers put it all together in this one. Say it with me, folks. You guys know it already. You have the t-shirt from the podcast. Pick it to Pickens. Pick it to Pickens in full effect. The rookie shows us from Tennessee that he's just that, a rook, this game. Steelers win. Don't question me, Johnny. I am all-knowing in this one. The Steelers are at home. I'm going to mic drop on you. Yeah, that's sure. Um, Listen, that analysis was terrible. Mm. But we've come to the same conclusion. Oh, oh, I like how you... Oh, politician. <laughs> He's such a politician. Go ahead. Tomlin Go ahead. eats rookie QBs for breakfast. Mm. They are playing in Pittsburgh. Mm. And while Mr. Mayo Levis had a good first game, <laughs> that won't be repeated here. Pittsburgh is winning this game. I like how you're a politician too, huh? The Miami Dolphins, Kansas City Chiefs. You know, this is one. There's like three or four games of the week kind of thing this week. There's a lot of great football. And this is one of them. It starts at 930 in the morning, right? So the, the Dolphins, they have not won one game against a team with a winning record. If you guys heard earlier in the podcast, it's very important. The Chiefs are coming off a loss to a team that they weren't supposed to lose to. And we know this, folks. In London, anything can happen. Anything is possible. The Dolphins are leading in almost every offensive category. So... Give me the Chiefs to win this one because the NFL will not let the prodigy that is Patrick Mahomes lose in London. Give me the give me the Chiefs, baby. Here's the thing. 
Um, at home, Kansas City is unbeatable. Why? So is Miami. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. Kansas City has that 12th player in, in black and white stripes. So when they Kansas City has that player at home, it, it's 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 always beating them. <laughs> now, Chris and I disagree with what's a true home game, and oh. overseas, whether it's Germany or London, this is not. This is a neutral field. Yes, mm. somebody the NFL has to designate someone as a home those are called facts and by visitor, the way. Okay. but ultimately, they're not playing in Kansas City. Okay. Now, Kansas City did just lose in Denver. So they're coming here to a home game, quote unquote home game. So here we are, neutral field. Mm. The Miami Dolphins with that prolific offense, the Kansas City Chiefs with their own prolific offense. Mm-hmm. Who is going to win this game? Oh my if this was in Kansas City, a true home game, undoubtedly Kansas City wins this game. But that's not the case here. Okay. Here we are. Tua is going to show. The world, show Europe especially, what they can do. They lost to the Bills, by the way, over there too. So you know. They're going to show what they can do. Okay. So here we are, uh-huh. and they are winning this game. The Dolphins are going to win this game and hand Kansas City back-to-back losses. The NFL wasn't prepared for the Kansas City Chiefs to lose in Denver. And so two wins, they're going to have some difficulties there. But I have the Miami Dolphins winning this game. Mm. Don't you ever root against the Miami Dolphins. Super Bowl bound. What I was saying earlier was the Bills lost to the Jaguars. Do you think the Florida team's going to win again back-to-back? Yeah, I do. Okay. Minnesota gets in Atlanta. Minnesota versus Atlanta. The Falcons are not the better team. That's just the facts, folks. They're 3-1 at home versus 3-1 away. That's really the storyline here. Both teams with new quarterbacks at the helm, one for injury, one for concussion, still injury. The coach will win this game, Johnny. Did you know that? The coach is going to win the game. Did you know that? Okay. So give me the Vikings to beat the Falcons in a close game, baby. Let's go. Now, Dobbs is the new QB for Minnesota. I don't think he's playing, though, this week. Um, And Cousins is out, as we all know. Right. He, He pulled in Aaron Rodgers. Um, what's, what's going on for, for Atlanta? Heineke? Yeah, yeah. I like Heineke. It's the more experienced Heineke versus uh, the rookie quarterback for Vikings this week, and then Dobbs will be afterwards. And you still you pick the Vikings to win this game. The more talented coach, the more talented team. Listen, man, Heineke, I've seen enough. He knows what he's doing. He is a solid backup. He was a good starter. I mean, he was somebody who did his thing. Atlanta's winning this game at home. For you to go and pick the Vikings after what they just suffered. Cousins is done. That team is already like, their leader of the team is done. Yes, they won that game on the back of Cousins. Yep. And he goes out. And you think they're going to come in with some nobody and win on the road? Yes, Atlanta is a subpar team. The thing is, it's ultimately at the end of the day, you just hate everyone that's in the that's in the <laughs> NFC South. No, no, that's not the Buccaneers. No, folks. But that's your not logic why. says here that it's Atlanta at home. They're winning this game. I, I will say one more thing since you want to say that, and I'm trying to give people who are you know putting I don't bet, but people who are putting money on this game that I am right. I'm going to be undefeated this week, so I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to tell you right now, Johnny. No, that's not true because you got to remember one thing: Vikings travel well. 
Atlanta, they have problem putting people in the stands. Correct. Home field advantage is not a point here. You are correct. Mm. You, you know what made that correct? That the um, the Minnesota travels well because they had Kirk Cousins on the back of uh, Creed, just going ahead and just pushing their will and just doing everything they need to do to victory. Okay. Cousins is gone. Cousins is done. He was the heart and soul of this team. Jefferson is still not going to play this week. Who's going to catch the ball? Addison. Who's throwing the Addison, ball? Addison, baby. Addison, let's go. Get get out. Who's throwing Addison? I, I mean, I, if, if they're hiring, I'm, I'm available. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is that, like, one, like, <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows who's throwing to Addison. So, like, we're looking at, oh, it's like, okay, what's going on in Minnesota? Who's the backup? Dobbs is coming back, but he's not playing. Who's, everybody's scratching their head. Who's their backup guy? Nobody knows. Okay. But right. somehow, Minnesota's winning this game. Not going to happen. Okay. Atlanta is winning this game. Don't listen to Chris. Sell the house, the farm, <laughs> Sell the, the house. dog. So everything you have, I do not condone gambling. But if you're a fool that wants to go into gamble, listen to Johnny. Then you go listen ahead to Johnny. and listen put to Johnny. I get it. All I get of it, it. I get on it. Atlanta. I get it. The Arizona Cardinals against the Cleveland Browns. Two teams going in two different directions, man. The the Browns have proven that they don't need Watson to win. We talked about that great defense that I called from the beginning of the year. And uh, the, the Cardinals, they've proven that they're playing for draft picks at this point. So, especially trading Wade Dobbs. So, the Browns are 3-1 and one at home. With more to play for, give me the Browns to come out on top with or without Watson at this point of the season. Arizona is starting their rookie, deciding to leave Murray out for another mm-hmm. week. And he's ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Browns' defense is going to feast at home. The Browns are winning this game. Don't question it. Don't overthink it. Mm. This is the no-brainer of the week. Browns over the Cardinals. You're welcome. What? What? Okay, first of all, don't steal my you're welcome. Second of all, what did you say? Oh, yeah, I agree with Christian. You could just say that. I mean, people will understand. Nobody understands that. Nobody, people scratch their heads like, what? They're confused. So, The fake Los Angeles oh, Rams God. versus the Green Bay Packers. Another home game. Another opportunity for Jordan Love. To show that he deserves to be a Green Bay quarterback, folks. Come on now. Uh, I don't see the Packers offense turning it on, just to be honest with you guys. And, and and I don't see the Rams shutting it off. So even if they turn it on, the Rams are still there, right? So the Rams take this one. It's another upset uh, for the Packers at home. And from what I'm understanding and from what I've been reading and seeing, it looks like the even the GM isn't happy with love at this point, so... Listen, uh, Stafford has that UCL sprain on his throwing hand thumb. Right. I don't think he's going to play. I, I know what that injury is, being the resident doctor here <laughs> in FM Sport. <laughs> and if he does, he's not going to be really throwing downfield. Right. Okay? You're going to give me the upset. Mm. Packers winning at home against the Rams. It's happening. Uh. Do not put your money on Stafford. I like Stafford. That listen, the UCL UCL injury is okay. similar to what Otani had. Otani was out for the season with a UCL thing. It was in his elbow. This is his thumb. Still find a way to put Otani. He can't in. throw the ball. Stafford listen, listen. cannot throw. He's going to throw five yard dump passes. He's going to be Burrow in the first few weeks of the so, season. You're going to put your money on that? Are you kidding me? So listen, our, our producer Derby is actually ringing my ear right now, trying to tell you 
that actually Green Bay is supposed to win this game. They're minus three in the line, but go ahead. Okay. Everything else in the rant was okay, I guess. Okay, I'm, I'm picking Green Bay to win. Mm. The line's on there because they see what I see, that oh. UCL. Oh, you just it. You're, a, you're a politician. I, I have the Packers winning a game. No, no, I know, but you said earlier that they were going to win, but they were the underdog. They're not the underdog. They're expected to win. No, I'm saying that normal under okay. normal circumstances, okay. the Rams would. Okay, it's, it's easy. Okay. The, the, right. the Green Bay are, and Love are on the downswing. The Rams with that prolific offense is no joke. Okay. However, Stafford can't throw downfield. Okay. And Jordan Love can't either. You're- but somehow, <laughs> with no injury, <laughs> but somehow the Packers are going to find a way to win at home. I don't care about, you know, Puka and Cup. It's just really is not going to happen this. I don't even know if Stafford's going to play this week. So, my money's on the Packers. I, I love how you brought Otani. Go ahead. I love how you got a chance to bring Otani in it. The DC Commanders, the New England Patriots. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's talk about the dumpster fire of the week, okay? That's really what this game is. How dare you? No, it's a dumpster fire. How dare you? I, I feel like the Patriots are like the meme of the guy holding a stick, right? Poking at the Patriots, like, do something. If, if that's not the best definition of the patch this year, I really don't know what is, folks. Uh, the, the commanders sold half of their team, Johnny. They sold it. So so you're at home, right? You're at home. I have to pick a winner, I guess. So <laughs> give me the Patriots to I'm poking at you. Finally do something and win at home. Not you know, not not game of the week, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. This is not the Giants and Jets do of something. last week. The Giants and Jets, you see that jersey up battle with like 25 combined punts. Too early. Too early. This is we're, not talk, we're, we're talking about your Patriots, okay. buddy. We're talking about the New Patriots. England <laughs> Patriots have decided not to listen to me and just lose. That's what, that's what I want. Just lose. Mm-hmm. Just lose. They want to go and contend and, and battle for their 500 record. They find a way to win against a commander's team who has given up, as we've mentioned, after trading their best defensive player in Chase Young. The Patriots are going to win at home. It's simple. This is two bad teams going against each other. I'm giving it to the home team. The New England Patriots will win this game. <laughs> That's all you have to say. The Bears versus the Saints. Yeah, the the Saints, man. They, got, they get two bye weeks, apparently. They're in a bye week here at home. Uh, taking on the Bears and 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 guys, listen. This is the FM Sports Podcast, Florida Man Sports, and 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 I got to tell you something, Johnny. There's no way that car messes this up, right? It's impossible. It's not going to happen. The Bears are one and three away. It's impossible for the Saints to lose this game. I would bet all of the money that Lorenzo owes me this weekend and proclaim that the Saints win at home. Is that fair to say? It's not going to be a close one. No way the Saints lose, Johnny. I mean, there's definitely a way, but the Saints, this isn't as uh, as obvious as my previous picks, but the Saints are playing at home, and Fields is still questionable. Saints, they're going to win a close one with Camaro having a huge day against this Bears team. So I agree, the Saints are winning this game against the Bears. But it's not as a gimme as you say. Do not bet the house on this one. I, 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 hope, I hope I'm wrong on this. I was trying to jinx them. No, they're not. The Seattle Seahawks versus the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, what a web we weave, folks. This is where it begins and where the Seahawks begin to unravel. I've said this from the beginning. The Ravens are the better team. Don't argue with me on that, Johnny. That's the way that it is, plain and simple. 
They lead in every offensive category. So if you didn't know, now you know. The Ravens win. They win big. The Johnny Seahawks begin to unfold. Listen, these are two evenly matched oh, teams. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Please pick the Seahawks. They're Please. Evenly matched Please. Teams. I dare you to pick the Seahawks. Okay. So since they are evenly matched, okay. I'm going to give it to the home team. God, Ravens win trash. this game. You're trash, bro. You're trash. But Seattle okay. is a good team. Trash. Ravens, they find a way to win. They are at home. All right, Chris, here we are. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Houston Texans. Listen, folks, the Bucs are coming, baby. They're coming. Last week, I had an episode. I had a meltdown, right? We heard it, but we're back. And here's the deal. If the Bucs are going to turn things around, if they're going to stop the bleeding, for a better word, and if they have any chance of getting back in the race, it's going to be against this Texans team, right? Houston is 2-1 and one at home. They're looking to bounce back after that tough, the, the tough loss against the Panthers. And, and the Bucs are still looking for that offensive identity that I talked about earlier that Johnny likes to mention. So as a Buck fan, contrary to what Johnny always says, I'm fair, I'm honest, and I'm firm. Therefore, folks, give me the Bucks to win this one on the road, baby. We're back. The boys are back. Just, just please, when we win, I don't want to hear that we're baking. I don't want to hear that we're cooking references, right? Because we got to win back to back. You, you go ahead and put your fanhood on the line last week. And you say, if you lose this game, you better be ready for next week, Tampa. I did You say better that. be I did. ready. I did. I did. And then you follow it up with, Tampa wins. <laughs> Tampa wins. You got to do it. Now, these are the types of games you are supposed to win, Tampa. Then again, you lost to the Falcons. Your defense... They gave you a shot to beat the Bills before you guys choked. But just like Chris's rant, the fake rant apparently last week, if you lose this game, Tampa, I am done picking you to win. Tampa is going to win in Houston because of a great defensive effort. I have faith in you, Tampa. You're specifically your defense is no joke. If you lose this game... I am done with you, Tampa. I am done with you for the rest of the year. Tampa is winning this game. You don't get to you don't you don't get to you know back to back rants like I did when you do one. That's not the way that this works, okay? Just, just so you know. Listen, I back up my rants. I like some people who say, "Oh, you better be careful, Tampa. Mm. If you lose this game, I am done with you." And then he goes and picks them in the very next week. So no, I back up my rants because I love them. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be I silent. do. I love my bucks. What do we do? <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts versus the Carolina Panthers, Chris. Those are folks. Do you love the Panthers? Look, the, the Panthers are going to go back to their losing ways, okay? It's inevitable. You got a rookie quarterback. That's going to happen. That's okay. That's that's what this year is all about. They are 1-2 and two at home now. They got that W. The Colts are actually a good away team. They're 2-1. and one. Give me the Panthers to put back-to-back games together right before they start losing again. Wow. Panthers win a close one over the Colts because they're at home. But again, folks, Panthers are going to start losing after that. Um, they, they won. We were both trying to figure out, you know, looking at the schedule, 
the Panthers and went ahead and they won the game against the Texans. Mm-hmm. We both wanted to pick the Panthers mm-hmm. against the Texans. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, it's not here. Because you have to look and see this young team. Where are they going to get their wins? Right. We both should have known better right. and picked them there and, and picked them. But we both did not. They, the Panthers, they got their first win. Congrats, Rook. Mm-hmm. But it's back to reality now. Mm. The Colts, they win against this young team. Okay. This two-headed monster running back, Menchu. No. Panthers are not beating the Colts. Colts win this game. Okay. It's happening. The Jersey Giants versus the the Mc, Josh McDaniels list Las Ooh. Vegas Raiders. Okay. So this is like the poop show 2.0, right? The Patriots, we already know. That, that was the first one. And, uh, you know, suffice it to say, the Raiders, the, their team that wants to show out with a new coach, new QB, right? They're going to want to show out. They got home field advantage. And actually, the money line is on the Raiders as well to win, okay? However, the Giants, who are going to go to the stadium that I can't even pronounce, Algiant Stadium, they're going to get the W. Look for Barkley. Poor Barkley's had it hard this year with injuries. But look for Barkley to have a great game in this one, Johnny. I'm predicting two or three touchdowns on this one. Giants win. If you thought last week's Giants versus Jets matchup was rough, <laughs> hold my beer. Okay? I mean, what would we have? 20-some-odd like punts in that game? An NFL record? Are you kidding me? I don't want to go through that again. It's going to be a little bit better. But let's make this very clear. Very clear with you guys. The Raiders are winning this one because they are playing at home. And the second worst coach in the league was finally fired. So there's going to be some improvement. It's the same thing that happened with the Colts you're, you're last year. with the Raiders? I'm going with the Raiders. Oh, wow. The same thing that happened with the Colts last year when Jeff Saturday came in. Work real quick to go ahead. That one game he won. When you have that change... That quick change and that, that you have a team that is so over their coach. Both teams are bad, <laughs> but the Raiders are so done with McDaniel's, and now they're going to go ahead and, and that that quick turnaround game is going to be won by the home team, the Raiders. They're going to do what they need to do. The Jersey Giants are trash. The 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 Giants are right there. They, their coach is right there on the cusp of being fired. But the Raiders are winning this game. Mark my words. The them boys, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. This is the game of the week, folks. It is. No matter what. It is. Who you got, Chris? Yeah, there's three games of the week. This is definitely the top of all of them, in my opinion. So you're right about that. But, folks, if you've been listening to the podcast earlier in the episode here, then you already know who he's going to pick. You already know who I'm going to pick. So that's a formality at this point, right? So, But it is game of the week. Because the Eagles are flawless at home. The Cowboys are coming off a convincing win, which had some great offensive output. I mentioned that earlier. You've got two teams playing for all the marbles, folks. So this is the the number one game of the week, so to speak. Have the Cowboys learned their lesson? That's really the question here, folks. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, that's the question. Have they learned? Have they learned, right? So the answer here is yes. Give me them boys. To win in Philly, Dallas has Stephen A. Smith crying after this one. You heard it here first. What a fool. Mm. The Cowboys laid an egg 
against their first rival, San Francisco. Weeks ago. We, we, we spoke news. about this there. Fake news. Now they face the Eagles at home. If the Cowboys do not compete in this game, like I mentioned previously, this season is done. It doesn't mean that they're not going to make the playoffs in the wild card, but it's done. If you go ahead and just get blown out by San Francisco and you don't even compete against the other rival, your real main rival, your division rival, the Philadelphia Eagles, then you are done. They need to compete and show that they are a viable threat. That being said, it doesn't matter because the Eagles are winning this game. The Eagles won this game. I only want to see if the Cowboys can compete. If they compete, they will make the playoffs. You're, make you're, my you, word. You don't get to be a politician. You pick a team and you move on. Bro. No, I'm just telling you right now. Go ahead, bro. Pick if, a team. If the, the Eagles are winning this game. The okay. Eagles are Boom. winning. Okay. But I'm telling you right now. If the Cowboys, remember I said previously Real that the, the, the Cowboys have a chance to not make the playoffs based on their schedule. If the Eagles dominate the Cowboys and completely just, just dominate every aspect of this game, the Cowboys are not making the playoffs. Oh, They're boy. not. Playoffs. 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 Okay. playoffs. Okay. They're not making the playoffs if they get dominated in this game. Mark my words. I'm going to own you next episode, but go ahead. Buffalo Bills versus Cincinnati Bengals. This is another mini game of the week, folks. And I said this earlier in the podcast talking about, like, I wish they weren't even playing each other because both teams are hot. They're, they really are. So another little mini game of the week. The Bengals, you can't afford to lose. And they're shrieking right now. And for the Bills, again, you can't afford to lose to stay with Miami in that division, Right. So I almost wish that they just weren't playing each other. But since I have to choose, Johnny, since I have to pick a winner, I flip the coin. And by the way, my coin Why is my coin, coin? My, because my coin, my coin, folks, since this podcast started is undefeated and the Bills win, baby. The Bills win. OK, um, last year, this was a very important game. And it was and it was essentially eliminated after the Hamlin scare. Uh, Buffalo is trying to get some type of consistency. Burrow might be back, and you know what, folks? Burrow is back. Okay. To form. We knew that and earlier. And his high scoring game, they're going to go and they're going to win this game at home. Bengals win. Okay. Bengals win. Okay. They're going to go ahead and show the Bills, who is inconsistent at best, who the real team is here in the AFC. As old as as old as you are, I'm surprised you have not watched enough football. Well, go ahead. Finish your rant. I have. I have. Okay. Finish your rant. Yeah. Yeah. It's like listen. The Bills are inconsistent. The the Bengals were losing. Uh, uh, Burrow was trying to find his way. Okay. Now I kind of see Burrow. Okay, he's coming mm. back. Oh, he's do. looking good. Oh, okay. They're playing at home. Okay. Burrow's going to show them what they were going to do to them last year before the, the injury, before the scare. And they're going to win this game. Okay. Bengals win, baby. Okay. Fake news. The fake Los Angeles Chargers versus the Jersey Jets. So you got two fake teams? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Battle of Fakes. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I like that. I like that. You're welcome, by the way. The Jets are playing inspirational football. 
They really are. When you don't have your your leader, your four and three. If you're inspirational, yeah, because because if you don't have your leader and your four and three at this point, Jets. Let's be honest. When he got hurt, you didn't expect this. Let's be real about that. So 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 great job. That's awesome. You're four and three. Okay. Great defense, and and you know you're you're doing your thing there. Now the Chargers, they have questions at the coaching position, which I've said this many podcasts, Johnny, about the coaching. Of okay, the I've said that. Sure. Right? right. So the Jets can't keep up on offense. On the, that, that, that's the story in this one. I'm telling you right now, Monday Night Football, they just can't keep up. They lose a heartbreaker. The Chargers are a 500 team when the dust settles, baby. Four and four. Give me the Chargers to beat the Jets at the Jets. In Jersey. So <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I set you up for that. I was in their point in Jersey. <laughs> uh, but the Chargers... Offense is going to prove too much for this Jets defense. The Chargers are going to win this game. I have no faith. Just say you in agree with me. Just say team. Christian, I agree I have with your no greatness. Just acknowledge faith it. in this Jets team. The Aaron Rodgers is not coming back, New Jersey, and and fake New York fans. He is not coming back. Just you guys have. Just went ahead and found a way to win a couple games here and there against teams that you should beat. You're not beating the Chargers. If the Chargers lose, Staley's the next coach. I've been waiting. Once he loses a game that he should win, he's gone. He's mm. going to go ahead and, and him and McDaniels are going to go to freaking Hawaii or do what they're going to do, but he's done. Look, folks, those were the games that are coming this week, starting with Thursday Night Football. I hope you listened to me. I hope you didn't listen to Johnny because we all know, folks, that sure. – uh, this week I'm going undefeated. So that being said, mm-hmm. let's let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about fantasy football, which right now, if you have a team and you're, whatever your record is right now, more than ever, the waiver wire is the beginning and the end of your fantasy team, folks. So, Johnny, let's give them two. This is a redemption week because I, I, I have to admit, I picked Beckham. Beckham laid an egg. He was frustrated in the sidelines and all that. So you guys know if you listen to the podcast, if I give you an egg the following week, I give you a gold mine. So, Johnny, we got two each. Who do you got? Nonsense. See, what you can rely on with Johnny. Oh, God. Johnny yeah. referring to himself in the third person. Yeah, once again. You once can, again. You can, re- you can rely on consistency. Who'd you pick last when week? You can, when you rely on Chris. Who'd you pick last Chris, week? like one out of ten. Who'd you pick last so week? So one out of ten isn't going to do anything. Give him, give him, give him. I'm focused on this week. Oh, right. They give, can listen yeah. to last week's show okay. to see who I Give him your gibberish. Go ahead. Who do you got? Okay. First, first up, guys. Waiver wire, what are you going to do? It's coming up here. What's <laughs> happening here? Very simple. I'm not going to even give you a player. It's the Browns defense. Okay. The Browns have been very productive. They've averaged seventh most points in the in, in any PPR league. Okay. They are playing at home against a rookie, Clayton Toon. This team is going to just dominate and feast on this kid's mistake. You're going to pick them up because ultimately we all need a defense to give us some points. Mm. For, for most of us are on defense, we're hoping for five, six, seven points. Sure. Double-digit points this week. Okay. Double-digit points this week. Guaranteed. Browns defense, you pick them up. 
So I know, and you know, we're going to go two each here because we want to give the fans what they want. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say this, folks, if you're listening to the FM podcast at this point, Florida Man Sports here, uh, Johnny has picked the wrong defense correct. 100% is, of the time all year long. No, not 100%. So the fa- oh, 100%. Not, not, not 100%. So the fact that he's giving you 80s. a defense, folks, just stay away from that. That being said, I'm going to uh, give you someone you no, do need. I disagree. John- <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Worst defense. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, folks. Jonathan Mingo. Rostered in nine percent of ESPN leagues, as as Young gets better, who I care. As Young gets better, so will his receivers. He's figured out that throwing to just Adam Thielen is not going to get it done, and that's why Jonathan Mingo needs to be at the top of your list. He hasn't had a touchdown yet. He's getting five six receptions per game. I expect five receptions this next game. If you need somebody for a bye week, it's Jonathan Mingo. So a quarter a a wide receiver. Mm-hmm who had in a really good quarterback in Cousins um, hasn't had a, a touchdown reception. And now that some schmuck is coming in who nobody's ever heard of. Jonathan Mingo plays for the Panthers. Oh, so... Yeah, I'm talking okay. about... Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. A, a, a schmuck rookie okay. is going to go ahead, hasn't had a single touchdown reception, is going to go ahead and, and somehow just dominate this week. Is yeah. that going to happen? Yeah, well, he, he has because he's been getting better and better. So, anyways, folks. Getting, John, how's he getting better and better? John, John, because the stats prove it. So, Jonathan Mingo, folks, rostered in 9% of ESPN leagues. Who's the second person you got on the way of wire, Johnny? No. You, you think so, like, it's not going to happen. It's okay. not, it's not, right. it's okay. not okay. happening. All right. All right. That's like, why I pick him. You pick the defense. Okay, you know what? Who's you, your second you, pick? You, you go ahead and be like, oh, and, and, and raise the roof, if you will. Okay. If, okay. if Jonathan Mingo. What's well, Mingo? You know what it is? That's Mingo. It's not happening. Do not pick up okay. Jonathan okay. Mingo. All right. we'll, we'll, we'll see you next episode. Who's your second person? You pick up the guy I'm about to say right now. Okay. Who's that? Legit, legit dude, Rashad Shahid. The New Shahid. Orleans wide receiver. Really? You see how I say the, the player and the team oh. and his position? Is that what it because is? I want you guys to know. Is that what it is? I want you guys to know okay. exactly who he plays for, what position, why he's going to do what he's doing. This is the deep ball threat for the Saints. This kid isn't getting dump passes. Okay, He's getting the home run ball every game. Three catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Two catches, 85 yards. Five catches, 85 yards, touchdown. He won't have many receptions, but he is a target for the big play Every game for the Saints. So he's a good flex or a wide receiver too. If you have a bye week for St. Brown, Debo Samuels, or Calvin Ridley, he is a good option because he's a home run. He's a home run ball guy. Why, why would you he's play like, Calvin Ridley? Everybody already learned that lesson from you about your picking up Calvin Ridley. Anyways, folks, if you need another person, here's another one for you. It's Cam Akers. If you need a flex running back, which everybody knows, everybody knows, a running back right now, it's so hard to find. And Cam Akers, he's rostered in like 50% of leagues, right? So a lot of people already have him. But, but, if you need one, and here's the the deal. If you need eight points, if you need eight points, this is going to be it. With Kirk Cousins out, even against a tough Atlanta running defense, folks, the running game is going to be prevalent, and it's going to be him. So I see Akers being the starter when it's all said and done. What's that? A starter? Yep, you I heard it. Lost your you mind? Heard it. I don't. I can't. 
Cam Akers is not going to be a damn they starter. They got Akers he for a reason, folks. going to be a starter. And when I'm right, I can't, no, I can't wait till I'm not right. Not going to be a starter. I can't wait till I'm right. I can't wait till I'm right. Now, fantasy football may have not gone my way this week, but that's okay. Uh, you know why, Chris? Why, Johnny? Why? Tell me why. The World I'll, Series I'll is on. I'll bite. <laughs> and Johnny's pick is back in Ju- back in July. Is one game away from winning it all. Okay. The Texas Rangers are three and one <laughs> on the Arizona. Nobody cares. Yep. Game one. Yep. Air, uh, the Rangers win an unbelievable game. Yeah. Tying it in the bottom of the ninth with a two-run homer by Seager. Yeah. And the the 2023 Mr. October, Odolis Garcia hits a game winner in extras. Amazing win. Game two, Arizona locks rocks this air, this Rangers team nine to one. Yep. After crushing him, the ace Jordan Montgomery. Game three, it was a tight one with Rangers winning mm-hmm. three to one after scoring three early and allowing their pitcher, their, their all overall pitching to hold it down against the rest of the team. After the game, both Garcia and Scherzer were listed as done for the rest of the World Series. As Garcia strained his oblique mm-hmm. on a hard swing, and Scherzer is just old and had back issues. Kind of like you. Yeah. <laughs> Garcia gave a fat, a very passionate, very passionate. Why do you always mess with me? Her <laughs> passionate speech to his teammates before Game Four. And fired up this Rangers team, who were went on actually they're winning ten to nothing at one point, yeah, and won eleven to seven. Yeah, it's been quite a show, Chris. Now, do you see this Arizona team firing back? They're down three games to one. What's going on? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, from now on, and as long as the games continue, do not ever talk about them as the Diamondbacks ever again. They are now known and forever will be known as the answer backs. That's what they oh, are. God. No, no, no. I, I, I've, I've bought into the juju. They are the answer backs, folks. And, and here's the thing that hurts me. That hurts me. Because I, I am. I'm a Magic fan. I'm a Buck fan. You guys already know this. So I'm I'm a fan of a person of, of the little train that could, right? That's what I'm a fan of. And here are the Diamondbacks at the World Series. Improbable odds to get there in the first place. And not only do they have to win tonight, but they got to win two games at, in Texas. So, honestly, the way that I feel right now, I don't think we're going to win. I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to win. I don't. Maybe we win tonight, right? And if we do, great. But to win tonight and then win two back-to-back in Texas, I, I don't see that happening, Johnny. I really don't. Listen, game five is tonight in Arizona. Texas looks to win its first World Series title ever. Right now, I'm not Which counting awesome. Arizona. Awesome. I'm not counting nobody. The, the Arizona nobody cares. I'm not counting them out. I remember when Texas being up three two, with two outs, two strikes in the bottom of the ninth, and losing that game six, and then losing game seven to the Cardinals, an absolute heartbreaker if you're a Texans fan. Right. So for Texas, um, they, they they need to close this game out as his young team, as closely as possible. We'll see what's going to happen there. I'm not counting Arizona now based on what I've seen, but I'm hoping that the Rangers, who I picked yes, back know, we, in we, July. We know, we know, we know. In July, to win it all. They went ahead and they're going to go ahead and close out tonight. But if they don't, game six and seven 
are in Texas. We'll yeah. be back next week to recap exactly what happened in the World Series. Let's go, Rangers. Go ahead and prove that Johnny is right. Yeah. But by the time the next episode uh, of, of the FM podcast, we're going to have a winner, right? So, Correct. So here's hoping for the Diamondbacks because you got me kind of thinking like the like the Magic, like the Bucks, but ultimately I think it's going to be Texas, which which well deserved, right? Texas deserves to win their first one. Yeah, so. nobody cares about Arizona. <laughs> Listen, folks, that's uh, NFL outside of Arizona. <laughs> that's the NFL and the MLB. Uh, let's talk a little bit about basketball, right? We're just in the heat of things right now. We're going to talk about the Magic. We're going to talk about the Heat, yep. but let's talk about the trade that just happened. Let's talk about James Harden, and 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 there's a there's a lot here, Johnny, and so I'm just going to give you the the little skim of it if I can, right? So. 10-time All-Star James Harden, blockbuster deal, 76ers send uh, P.J. Tucker, Philip Perstuv, however you pronounce the name, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, K.J. Martin, and a 2028 unprotected first-round pick, a couple second-round picks, um, and an additional first-round pick from Oklahoma City. The Clippers are sending a 2027 first-round pick swap for Oklahoma City, uh, clearing the way for the Thunder uh, 2026 first-round pick to the 76ers. So that is the, the trade on paper. The Sixers are going to waive Danny Green to create roster space. What are your thoughts on this trade? I, I, I have a lot of them, but what are your thoughts on this trade? So Listen, far? this is the biggest baby in basketball. He finally forced his way out of another team. This time, the Clippers emerge as the Suckers who have been conned by this snake oil salesman. <laughs> now, now, why, why would you do this that way? Yeah. Now, yeah. I'll let you go over the details, Chris, like you just mentioned. Yeah. And you went out on ahead and mentioned the players. There's a lot of the details. A lot of like, moving parts, yeah. But uh, a lot of what parts and money were involved. The third team, OKC, Thunder, were also in the mix. Harden has been a cancer to every team he's been on. This move with Harden and Westbrook has already been tried. It barely worked in OKC when they were rooks, young players. But uh, they did this because they were young. They kind of went with the flow. It was a disaster in Houston. It's not going to work here. This roster looks great on paper. Yeah. With yeah, right, Leonard, yeah. George, Harden, Westbrook. This would be amazing if it was 2013. Right. This is an old team region, and this won't work. I don't know what the Clippers were thinking, but I guess they want to take the focus off the Lakers. We shall see if this ridiculous move accomplishes that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it from a money standpoint, then I guess to your point, Johnny, statistically, then they won, right? They're going to sell more jerseys. They're going to have more revenue. So from that case, then you can say that they won. But if you really look at it on paper, the Sixers are the winners here. They're bringing back expiring contracts. They keep them on track to have 50 to 65 million in salary cap space for next summer. I mean, that's, that's the winners here for me. Uh, I, I really, honestly, I really can't believe that that this guy is worth so much at this late in his career. I mean, honestly, if you put your GM cap on, Donnie, pick whatever team you want in the NBA, you would have given that much for Harden at this point in his career? No. It's uh, ridiculous. It's, it's, the Sixers are in a yeah. good place. But are they? I mean, at the end of the day, they, everybody, everything I've read was like, <laughs> everybody wins here. I'm like, the Sixers didn't get better. Right. They, got, they got better for ne- the upcoming years with the, the the salary cap going down and certain things happen in place. They don't already have – they can pick players up next year or the year after. But 
They didn't really do much. The Clippers get older. The Clippers right, kind of like, okay, what's happening there? Yeah. Uh, um, the Oklahoma City picked up a draft pick. So really the only team that came up on top of here was Oklahoma City and this three-team deal. Well, the the Oklahoma City pick is going – it's actually going to, to Philly. That's what the, – so the, the winners – yeah, the winners here – the winners here really, to me, again, it, it's Philly. And, and when the dust settles, they have swap picks on everything. So I just can't believe I, – I can't believe, Johnny, that such – like I would have never paid. Like what? What you were gambling with nobody, Clippers? What are you doing? Like who are you gambling with to make this trade? Like like Harden was adamant that he wanted to go to the Clippers. Right, right. And so he was focused on that. Like they didn't need to. Like give him a third rounder. <laughs> like there, there's no, there's no. Nah, like, I know. Yeah. But like just give him whatever. Like you didn't yeah. need to make this move. Yeah. Like the, really, it the the all of the 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 pressure was on Philadelphia. And for but at the end of the day, they wanted to make a move. They did it. And, we'll and, see and, what happens. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how the season goes. Right? We could be wrong, eating our words, and they could be a phenomenal team. But to your point, Johnny, uh, I, I doubt it with those four. I just don't see that working. Um, as far as the Orlando and Miami teams, let's get into that. Right? You got Orlando who have a two and two start, but the conversation has been all about Paolo Bencaro. And the fact that let's let's be real. After four games, quick reaction. We're in the media. After four games last year, he's got twenty three points, seven rebounds, and one and a half blocks. Now, after four games, he's got twelve and a half points, five rebounds, no blocks. And they're like, "Oh, is this a sophomore slump? Is Bancaro not uh, what he was last year? Is, is this going to continue?" And now. I understand where people are coming from when they say this because there's been other picks like the, you know, other players who've had have regressed and had yips and all that stuff. So I understand that. But how do you see Ben Carroll and how do you see the Magic team? What's your early reaction so far? It's early. But yeah. I'm going to go off of four games. Mm-hmm. But Ben Carroll needs to step it up. Okay, he, he talks about watching Jordan and Kobe and their leadership qualities in like different films and little clips that I've watched. Take over this team. Demand the ball on the court. Stop being such a nice guy. Be kind of a dick. Forget what I'm saying that. Save the nice guy <laughs> for the real world. But you're playing soft, by Carroll. You know, with Wagner, he can't be the team's leading scorer at 18 points per game. You got 12 and a half points a game. I do like that you're leading the team in steals at almost two point at two uh, per game, but you're you're beating your point guard Fultz in assists. And while others may see that as a plus, I do not. Stop looking to pass and dominate the the paint. Crash the boards. I want to see more post up play until this team gets a true shooting guard. It desperately needs. I want to see Moncaro. Take over, period. Be that guy. You're the number one overall pick. Be the dude. Demand the ball and crash the boards. Do everything we demand from you. And the I think the magic will be successful if you go that route. Yeah, well, right now, statistically speaking, the Magic are doing exactly what I thought that they were going to do. I I said, and I've said this in previous podcasts, can the Magic 
uh, the starting lineup, can they play 30 plus minutes per game? And guess what, folks? They're doing that. So they're doing what I asked them to do, which is great. The problem, and I'll give you this, Johnny, you're right about this, is that they don't have a real shooter. That's the real problem. It's not Bancaro. Bancaro's next game or the game after that is going to drop 30 points and all of this is going to be forgotten. You're going to forget about the fact that he's not scoring as many points because it's early. It's early, folks. This is not a sophomore slump. This is not the yips like what happened with Fultz back in Philadelphia. This is strictly just early. So listen, folks, what the Magic need is a real bona fide three-point shooter. They don't have that yet. So uh, I'll, I'll give you that, Johnny. That's that, that's what I want to see from the Magic as well as the next games go forward. But here's the good news, Johnny. Here's the good news. You ready? Right now, the way that the East is set up, the Magic are the number fifth seed uh, as of this recording. Okay. So just call that right. You're wrong. And uh, Miami, <laughs> okay. and Miami, we're right four now, games into the season. And Miami right now is in 13th place at one and three. So let's move over to Miami. Let's switch gears here. Overreaction to Miami. They're one and three, 13th place. What are your thoughts there? It's a, you're. It's early. You, you can't sit here. And, that, but and it's coin. our job as the media, right? So it's, it's, you're it's, not going to sit here in in a 82 game season. Right. We are three, four games in, and you're going to go ahead and be like, "Oh, it's just, we're, we're reacting to it." What I want to see from Boncaro and different things in place. We said that you're over here, like, "Oh, look at the Heat. They're doing their thing." Hero is the leading scorer. He has uh, what 25 points a game. No, I'll, I'll get to that. Don't great, worry. Great. Go ahead, continue. Great. Congratulations. With, I'm not going to sit here and hype it up there. I like that Love is contributing eight points, eight rebounds. Lowry is not going to last the season. He, I, I, don't, I don't see him as a viable point, uh, a point guard. Bam is going off with 22 points a night. And once Butler gets his groove with his team going, they're going to be a force. It's early. I'm not worried about it. My concern is that they struggle defensively. Lowry can't play defense. Butler is using too much energy on the defensive side, but can't Bam and you can't Bam and Older Butler being the only players on defense. They haven't held one team under 100 points yet, getting crushed by Minnesota. 106 to 90 when Butler wasn't even playing. Miami needs to make some type of trade happen at some point this year. Okay, they need some defensive help sooner rather than later. This is what happens when you don't make a move. You bring in the same exact team the following year. They lost a, they lost a couple of key bench players in the offseason, but ultimately. Something needs to happen this year for Miami to compete and get back into the playoffs. Well, but out of that rant, there's a lot that you said was true, and I'll give you that. Miami is 1-3 and three right now, and, and then when you're in the media, you don't want to overreact, but you also want to state what the facts are. And so, so you're in 13th place, you're three spots away from last, but it is an overreaction if right now you're – you're saying, oh, the Miami needs to do this, or they need to do they need to do like a breakout of anything. You need to be grateful. Here's why: mm. the injuries. Bam has only played three games out of four. Butler's played three games out of four. Jovic's played two games out of four. So statistically speaking, you, your whole team hasn't played yet. So there's something there's something there that you're going to get healthy. You're going to be fine. And then to your point, Johnny Tyler Hero, which I have been saying this from the beginning. I'm tired of being right. He's just playing his heart out. 25 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. I mean, honestly, Lillard who? Lillard who? 
Are you at this kidding point. me? I'm Are not you done. kidding me I'm right now? I'm not done. I'm not done. Tyler Hero, enjoying this strong start, he's becoming the fourth player in Heat history oh, to score 100 points in the team's first four games. Guess who he's joining, folks? He's joining LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, who did it twice, and Alonzo Mourning. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not telling you that he's the greatest thing since I spread, but what I'm telling you is that what I've been saying from the beginning, Miami, it's an overreaction with your record right now. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. But Tyler Hero is going to mm-hmm. lead the way, and you should be thankful that you didn't trade him away for 50-year-old Lillard. No, okay. Lillard was a much better option. Right, the Bucks right. are doing just fine with Lillard. So the problem I have with, with, with uh, Hero isn't his offense. It's his defense. He, that's the problem we're having here. I need somebody other than when Butler's playing in here and, and, uh, and uh, Bam to play defense. So everyone else is not playing defense. So you're not going to win a championship. You're not going to compete in the playoffs, let alone make the playoffs, unless you can play defense. And that's the issue with Hero. So that's the reason why the Blazers didn't want him. They said, no thanks. We're good. We'll take this other option over here and do that. So Hero needs to go ahead and take a Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen class course, whatever he needs to do. He should have been taking it already. Go ahead and learn to play defense because his, his issue, his Achilles heel is his defense. Play defense, hero. I love, I love, I love how you go into your little rants that you do because before it wasn't about that, Johnny. Before, before it was about oh, Lillard's so much better. But now we're shifting gears and it's not that. Now it's defense. What will you pick on next? What is going to be the next thing that you pick on with hero? Listen, folks. Listen, folks. You're unarmed for this debate, my brother. Here's oh, the bottom. Okay. Here, right. here's the bottom line. Miami, don't freak out, just like the Magic. The Magic are 2-2. Two and two. They lost two in a row. Don't freak out. It's way too early. But in the media, it's our job to do this. So I'm going to tell you right now, what Miami needs to do is they need to get healthy. The defense will come. But guess what? The all-star that is hero, baby, is there. You're welcome. Mic drop once again. Uh, uh, the, the all-star that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm like, what hero, it's like offensively, he can score some points. I do not care if you can drop 25 points a night like he's been doing. It's like, great, you're doing your thing. I need you to play defense. I need you to stop your guy from scoring 25 points a night. If you're just matching your guy, then you're not helping us. Ultimately, that's the reason why we have a losing record. That's the reason why it's happening right now. It's still early. I'm not going to get too hyped up. I'm not going to (laughs) worry about the fact that, oh, okay, we're losing record. At the end of the day, the Heat... I still see as having a better record than the Orlando Magic this well, let's year. Well, see. It's early. So we'll we've been see. going back and forth. Like my, We both have issues. I have issues with Orlando, Boncaro not taking the helms and really being like, this is my team, and demanding the ball, demanding things offensively. I have issues with the Miami, with Hero not playing better defense. So at the end of the day... Where do you see our teams, Chris? Where yeah. do you see our Orlando, yeah. Miami teams? We we spoke about it briefly yeah, in the offseason. Where do you see our teams now? Now we're in it. Yeah. You kind of have a feel for the teams. Yeah. 
Where do you see our teams? Uh, I'm going to go on the record, and I'm going to stick with the same thing that I said from the very beginning of all these podcasts. Magic are going to be ahead of Miami. I've said this from the beginning, and I'll stand by it. The Magic are a playoff team. They're going to be in the playoffs. Um, as far as like the sixth seed or fifth seed, they're going to be somewhere around there, uh, sixth or fifth, but they're going to be in the playoffs. And I said this before, Miami's going to get into the play-in again, and I'm going to stick with that. They're going to be in the play-in. They're good enough. Hero, Butler, uh, you know, they're, they're a good team, and they're well-coached, so they're going to be there. And, and they may get into the top six if they get on the run. But Butler has been known predominantly for – starting you know later on getting hot he's just not hot right now that's what it is and they're not healthy so give me the magic to be on top but i do take that both teams will be in the playoffs well i mean previously i had mentioned that the uh orlando at best case would be at the 10th seed which will get you into the play and have a shot from what i've seen from the magic i'm gonna go ahead and up that a little bit the orlando magic are good enough to get to the eighth seed. The oh, number God. eight seed. Dude, you're just you're horrible. Which bro. still horrible. means they're in the play-in. They're still figuring things out. But I I I moved back from the tenth to the eighth from what I've seen. Okay. The Miami Heat, which I had at the fifth, I now dropped down to the sixth seed. Fluid Johnny back at so, it, folks. Fluid Johnny. The, the sixth seed I have the Miami Heat. I have at the eighth seed the Orlando Magic. So you're starting to agree with me. It's, it hasn't even been the first week. No, I, I, me. Okay. I, I like how you try to switch All that. Right. Okay. At the end of the day, All right, folks. Yep. one team is in the play-in. The other one's in the playoffs. And the the Orlando Magic are going to be in the play-in. They have to fight for their lives in that situation. The Miami Heat are going to be in the playoffs. They're going to figure it out. And we're going to be okay. So this it's the questions are much greater for the Orlando Magic than there is for the Miami Heat. So that being said, what's happening the rest of the league, Chris? Who is going to represent the East and the West yeah. in the NBA championship? Well, Florida fans, it's not going to be Miami and it's not going to be Orlando. Not this year. Orlando's going to do better. Johnny's wrong, I'm right. But what is going to happen, it's an exciting time for basketball, man. And, like, it really is, right? Boston has done all the right moves. They, they, they've got a team that's that's set in stone. And I said this before the trades, by the way. I said this before. Oh, you did? And, and yeah, I did. And I stand by it. It's going to be Milwaukee and Boston coming out of the East. And, if, and I'm going to stand to exactly what I said. If Boston does not get into the finals then they're going to trade Brown to the Magic. And I'm going to stand by that. I said that months ago. I stand by that now. The Magic are going to have the cap space to afford it. They have plenty of talent. That's another problem we have as Magic fans. We have such a deep, deep bench when it comes to like like youth that people want players. So, again, it's going to be Boston and Milwaukee. If not, then that's going to be a trade. And out of that, I think that this year, if, if, if Boston makes it to the finals, I think they beat Milwaukee. I think it's Boston coming out of the East. And if we're talking about the other side, it's going to be Denver and it's going to be L.A. That's the way it's going to be because that's the, what the refs are going to do. Which L.A. team? And, and, oh, I love that. Good, good, good question. It's going to be the Lakers. It, it's, yeah! it's, 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 going to be, it's going to be It's going to be the aging LeBron giving it one more shot. And it's going to be the Lakers and Denver. But, folks, if the refs are not controlling the game, just let's keep it honest. Denver... 
just started where they left off. They're just a dominant force. They are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Brady of the of the NBA. You like how I did that, not the Patriots? So that, that's what's going to happen. So it's Denver coming out, and it's going to be Denver coming out against Boston. And in that series, folks, Denver wins. I got Denver winning one more time. Back to back. It's in the Bucks. Are, Let me hear your early predictions. Who you got? Bucks are the team to beat in the East. It's not that complicated. I didn't go on a on a long useless rant. My fans won. Talking about my, my how fans, my fans the won Lakers. It. You brought the Lakers. Yep. The Lakers. My fans wanted it. They the, won. Like, the, the Jim Mora. Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like the Lakers. Get the heck out of here with that. The Bucks are the team to, to beat in the East. They were. I already had picked the Bucks to win the East before they picked up Lillard. Now they have them. Are you kidding? The East, it's Milwaukee. Period. Write it down. Mark it down. It's done. Milwaukee is going to the championship. Period. The Nuggets. The Nuggets. Excuse me. Even with all the action happening, are the team to be in the West? You want to sit and talk? What? What the hell? That the freaking Lakers do. The old man LeBron, what like A B, who can't score in the second half, who can't do something. Get the heck out of here. Yeah. The Lakers are all hype because of the Lakers. The Lakers are the Dallas Cowboys of NBA. It's not happening. It's the Lakers are it's all hype. It's just all talk. It's not happening. It's going to be the Nuggets. The Nuggets are the team. I love how you went in a random. We both picked the Nuggets at the end. Of the okay, game. I picked the Nuggets oh, okay. preseason. So did I. I, I picked so the I, I picked the Nuggets so because did I. I didn't see you and be like the Lakers are good. The uh, Lakers are, are but, good. But the Lakers very, are not good. I'm calling you a team. The Lakers are trash. Okay. The Lakers are the hefty bag that you purchase in Walmart. Okay. okay. Vegas has the Clippers now as a favorite to win the West. But Vegas was drunk when they made this pick. What a really? bunch of complete really? nonsense. Oh, really? After, uh, after the Clippers, they picked up Harden. They, they, they think it's Harden from 10 years ago. It's simple. <laughs> it, the Nuggets are the favorites to win. The Bucks are the favorites to win from the East. It's going to be Milwaukee. It's going to be the Denver Nuggets and the NBA Finals. And in a future discussion... We'll make our picks, and we'll see where we land on that. It's too early to call that that particular victory right now. But I've enjoyed immensely this particular episode of the Florida Man Podcast. Um, I've enjoyed Christian being wrong the entire episode. But uh, it's always fun to kind of go, go, go over certain things and kind of figure out where we're going to land on a week-to-week basis. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Next week, we have week 10 in the NFL. We go over a couple different things with the NBA. And baseball is done. So from here, we will see. Off season, yeah. I look forward to, to, to speaking my piece next week. Hope you enjoyed it as well. We're out. Let's go.